Welcome home. I'm Dr. Tama, a minister, licensed psychologist, and sacred artist. And this is Homecoming, a podcast to facilitate your journey home to yourself. While I will provide weekly inspiration and mental health tips, this podcast is not the same as personalized therapy. I'm so excited you're on the journey. If you want to request specific topics or to submit a poem for me to read on the podcast, email me at homecomingpodcasts at gmail.com. Also, to build our community, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Let's begin. Welcome home, co-journers. I'm glad you're here for another episode, and I'm excited to share our poem for this week. This piece is from Elita Kalogendo, and it's called, I Found Love Within. I hear a call, a call asking me to come back home. It refuses to be ignored, ringing over the snowy mountaintops, crossing the deep blue oceans. As I pick up the phone with weary short breaths and a rapid beating heart, I remind myself that I am the caller and receiver of what's within. I am the messenger of love, so I answer the call with ease. I move under the warm sun, feeling my heart's roots melt into the earth underneath. My heart slowly opens to the sky, singing alongside the hummingbirds. My ears open to the gates of heaven as my eyes begin to rest. They are greeted by warm hues of yellow daisies and orange wildflowers. At this very moment, I feel it all. Rest, love, and the joy I've been searching for. I love my heart now in a way that I didn't know I could exist. In a way that I didn't know could exist. Yes, Elita. Thank you so much for your beautiful poem, Finding a Love Within. It is so thoughtful and paints that picture for us of the anxiety, the nervousness that many people talk about when they begin this homecoming journey and then having to remind ourselves that this is the journey back to us. And so we can breathe and receive right? Breathe and receive. This is such an important gift. And so thank you for your poem. And for those who are listening, you can feel free to share your poems at homecomingpodcast at gmail.com. I also want to give a reminder, if you look up the podcast on YouTube, if you put in homecoming and Dr. Tama and then the topic that you're interested in, a lot of the topics are already there. So I have received a number of requests from you all, topics that we that I covered in the early days of the podcast. So you have to remember, we've been going for some time now. So before you send in your podcast requests, take a look on YouTube to see if the topic is already there. All right.
Wonderful. Well, today we want to talk about building self-respect. Building self-respect. So I know with stress and trauma, there are many experiences of other people disrespecting us, overlooking us, underestimating us. And then if we are honest, we also want to acknowledge the times that we did not respect ourselves, the times that we dishonored ourselves, the times that we did not treat ourselves well. And so it is going to be important as you come home to yourself that you set the intention of, I want to be more respectful of myself. I want to respect my ideas. I want to respect my health. I want to respect my dreams and my goals. I want to respect my emotions. I want to respect my purpose. And so all of the various aspects of ourselves, we want self-awareness is one thing and being compassionate toward ourselves is another piece, another part that we have covered. Uh, And we've talked about building self-confidence. But I really want us to focus on today in this season of our journey of how can I better respect myself? And that requires an honest reflection within myself. What are the ways that I am currently participating in my disrespect or my dishonoring? What are the ways that I have not been appreciating myself? What are the ways I have been uh, devaluing myself? What are the ways I've been reducing myself? So we want to acknowledge those so we can then have a launching pad, a starting place from which I can acknowledge that this is an area of growth for me, right? If I don't acknowledge the ways I have dishonored myself, then I can think I have nothing to work on in this area, right? But when I can really tell myself the truth, the uncensored, the undiluted truth about uh, myself and my journey and the ways in which it has been easier for me and the areas of my life in which it has been more difficult for me to really show my self-respect. Yes. And so this isn't about the appearance of things or it's not about trying to convince anybody else of my worthiness, but it is to treat myself better, right? To treat myself with kindness, with goodness, with an acknowledgement that at my root, I believe that I'm worthy. And if I believe I am worthy, if I believe I am sacred, then there are certain things I will do as it relates to myself. There are certain things I will say as it relates to myself. And there are certain things that I grow out of because I now have a more healed, complete, whole sense of myself. Yes. And so we know the popular song, Aretha Franklin, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, find out what it means to me, right? So spelling out respect. 
And in the song, we often think about demanding respect from others, uh, which is an important piece. But I want us to turn that light inward, right? Uh, That inner knowing, that inner acknowledgement. So how can I enhance, boost, build my self-respect? How can I better honor myself? And so the first thing that I want to name is I respect myself by not forcing myself to be an imitation of other people, right? When I feel the need to perpetually pretend, be fake, be something that I am not, that is a way of disrespecting my authentic self. Right. If I constantly choose the falsehood over the truth, then I am saying I'm unacceptable. Right. And so instead to respect myself is to give myself permission more and more to show up in truth, to show up in authenticity. I respect myself enough to not pretend, to not lie, to not mask the truth, right, of of who I am. And I hope you are in a physical and emotionally safe enough space where you can actually be yourself. And if you are not, I hope that you can think about the plan and strategy for this next chapter of your life, for you to be more at home, revealing the truth of who you are and living from that place of truth. And so to respect myself is to be real, right? To respect myself is to be honest. To respect myself is to be authentic, yes? Along with that, it's important for me to respect myself. I am going to need to forgive myself for the mistakes I've made in the past. Some of us at our core don't respect ourselves because we're angry with ourselves, because we're disappointed in ourselves, because we are judging ourselves harshly because of our worst mistakes, right? And so when I am constantly criticizing myself and condemning myself, then I will live my life in such a way that is perpetual punishment, right? And so for me to be able to give myself grace and understanding and forgiveness will allow me to start being more respectful of myself despite the challenges, detours, mistakes, wrongdoings, wrong words, missed opportunities of my past. So I look my look at myself in honesty and I say, yes, I have not always met the mark even in my own mind and even with uh, my shortcomings, even with my weaknesses, uh, even with my failures, I still can respect, appreciate, honor myself, right? That I don't let my worst moments 
define me and I don't let my worst moments mean that for the rest of my life, I have to live small, that I have to live like my life is an apology, right? Um, but instead, I forgive myself, then I can put myself in position for goodness. As I uh, forgive myself, I can open myself up to opportunity, or as our poet said, to joy and to breath, to rest and to love, right? If I am perpetually punishing myself, then I'm closed off from all of those things, right? I'm in time out. And so are you ready to respect yourself enough to believe that you are worthy of good things despite your imperfections? Yes, that you do not have to have lived a perfect life to still be worthy of some goodness in your life. And so what are the things that you are holding yourself hostage to? What are the moments from your past that have made you believe you are not worthy of respect, of kindness, of care, of goodness? And so this feels like a good season, as good a season as any, to really practice uh, self-forgiveness. Yeah? So along with being real, along with forgiving myself, we also often need to adjust our expectations of ourselves. Sometimes we set the bar so hard, so high in terms of perfectionism that it becomes impossible. And so we set ourselves up for failure by putting too much on our plate. Right. And then we say, oh, I messed up again or I didn't do enough again, didn't do enough as a parent, as a partner. I didn't do enough uh, in my career or in my schooling or I was not a good enough daughter or son or whatever the mark is. Right. Uh, even around our finances or around our spirituality, you know, as we think about the process of therapy, the therapeutic process. A big part of therapy is setting goals for ourselves. But when we set goals for ourselves, we want to set goals that are a stretch, but are attainable, right? And so have you set yourself up for failure by requiring of yourself things, commitments, responsibilities that are not in alignment with the fact that you are a human being, right? That you are going to have fatigue, that you won't get uh, 100 on everything, that sometimes you'll miss the mark or miss the goal that you had in mind. Sometimes we want to not only adjust our expectations of ourselves, but some of us need to adjust the timeline, right? That you may be judging yourself harshly based on where other people are or where you thought you would be at this age. And so because of that, uh, you have begun disrespecting yourself, right? Because how dare I be 
you know, this loser or failure because I have reached this age and have not done these things or because these people I'm looking at on social media have reached these goals and I have not. And therefore, I am unworthy. And so I invite you to think about what are the ways uh, that you're willing to shift or adjust the impossible load that you have placed on your back or that other people have placed on you, right? Because the truth is not all of this baggage came from us, right? Some of us were raised in ways that made us feel that we had to be superhuman, right? That we had to carry everybody else's load and that we had to forsake our own sleep, our own rest, our own dreams, our own emotional life in order to be what everybody else needed or everyone in your family needed or everyone in your community needed. And it really has caused us to disrespect ourselves, right? To dishonor ourselves. So I wonder in this season of your life, are you willing to reevaluate the load that you are carrying? Are you willing to reevaluate the expectations, standard, schedule that you are carrying? Are you willing to look again to adjust, to modify, to create a new life, a new season, right? That for all of those years, this is how you did it, right? You uh, kind of set this impossible race for yourself. But now, are you willing to either slow down the pace or put down some of what you are carrying or perhaps even go in a different direction? Maybe you've been running a race towards something that is not even fulfilling, right? And so we shift our expectations or timeline to respect our humanity, right? Uh, to honor the, the truth of our capabilities, our limitations, and our needs. Yes? We also want to think about respecting ourselves with boundary setting, right? When I don't respect me, then the only priority is what does everybody else want? And then it doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter what I need. It only matters that I respect everyone else. And I can appreciate your uh, desire to honor others and respect others. And I invite you to reimagine, re-envision what it looks like to respect others without disrespecting yourself. Now, what does it look like to, to honor others, to be caring of others without abandoning, neglecting, disrespecting yourself? And that's going to require using your boundaries. That's going to require saying no to some things and some people. That's going to require having uh, some standards. It's going to require utilizing your voice, right? So a part of respecting yourself along with boundary setting is going to be assertiveness and self-advocacy, right? Being willing to speak for yourself. And I know many of you may grieve 
that you have not had either anybody or very few people who have been willing to speak up for you. And while that is um, hurtful and painful, I wonder if you can be honest about the ways in which you have come in agreement with that by not speaking up for yourself, right? So it's one thing to consider that I never had a family or friend or partner speak up for me. But then I need to also think about, have I ever spoken up for myself? You know, what are the ways in which I have silenced myself? What are the ways in which I have gone along with experiences, job, relationship, family that have been disrespectful of me and I have been silent or I have even verbally agreed with things that were dishonoring me, right? So I'm not talking about those of you who may be in a a situation of violence, right? That when you are living under threat and having to uh, be silent as a survival strategy, And if you find yourself in that circumstance, uh, it is my hope that the support and safety will become apparent to you so that you can make a, a way of escape. But I'm talking about those of us who are not in uh, physical danger, but are emotionally uh, so tied up and so programmed and in such really psychological bondage that we have lost our voice and our way and our fire and even our belief in our own worthiness. And so to respect myself, I'm going to make a decision to reclaim my voice. To respect myself, I am willing to speak up for myself, even if no one else does. To respect myself, I am going to uh, take up some space to not feel I have to always be invisible or hidden um, or overshadowed by everyone else. Yes. And so what are the ways that you need to better advocate for yourself? What are the ways that you want to become more assertive? What are the ways you want to use your voice? Yes. And then it is important as I think about respecting myself is taking a framework of empowerment, right? So when I am empowered, it is not just about uh, what other people have done to me, what other people are doing to me, but to be empowered is to recognize I also have influence over my life, that I am also able to shape uh, my experience. And so I am not just a passive being that other people are acting on and doing whatever they want. And I'm, you know, just kind of this doormat. Uh, But instead, I get in touch with my agency. I get in touch with truth. I get in, in touch with my power. I get in touch with me. Yes. And so to respect myself is also to gain a sense of empowerment. Right. 
I am empowered to think. I am empowered to speak. I'm empowered to feel. I'm empowered to do, right? That I am not just watching the movie of my life and seeing everybody else do what they want to do while I remain stuck and stagnant. But instead, as I respect myself, I reclaim my time, I reclaim my power, I reclaim my voice. So what are the ways that perhaps you have been passive that you are willing to say, I'm ready to shift, I'm ready to navigate in a different way, I'm ready to uh, take responsibility for my life, ready to mobilize, I'm ready to build coalition, connection, relationship with others so that we can shift the tide, right? So that we are much more than victims, much, much more than that, yes? And finally, I want to name around respecting ourselves that we respect ourselves also in the ways we relate to other people, right? When I don't respect myself, then I feel I have to perpetually chase people or convince people or accept whatever someone is willing to offer me because I am unworthy, right? These are the ways we disrespect ourselves by participating in circumstances that dishonor us right? And so if you respected yourself, how would it change the way you relate to the people in your life? To respect yourself more in your relationship with your relatives would require you do what differently? If I respected myself in these particular friendships, what would need to shift for me to truly honor myself, you know, in the dating or romantic arena or in marriage, whatever that looks like for you, whatever stage you're in, for me to respect myself, even in this relationship where there's matters of the heart, right? How do I need to shift, adjust, modify, my behavior, the way I show up in this relationship to better reflect self-respect. Yes? So these are important questions for you to ask yourself. And as our poet said, you are the one asking and you are also the answer. And even when it is difficult, even when you feel like, oh my goodness, I messed up again, I disrespected myself, I dishonored myself, that I give myself permission to try again, right? That I will not be stuck in the ways that I got it wrong, but for me to say, I wanna pull the wisdom out of this wound, I wanna get this lesson, I want to try again to honor myself, to respect myself because I'm worthy. I invite your soul to tell your heart, mind, body, and spirit, welcome home. Mm -hmm.